Good day, everyone. This is nobody again. If you're listening to me and have listened to me before, then it's me again. If you've never heard me before, then it's me for the first time. Um, from my perspective, it's me again, because I have heard me before. Though the funny thing is that you never really hear yourself exactly like everybody else hears you. Like, have you ever heard yourself on a recording and thought, Oh my goodness, is that what I sound like? Um, that's... Lots of people feel that way. Most everyone doesn't like their voice when it's recorded, I think. But, uh, everybody... Everybody hears you a little different than you hear yourself. But that's okay. Anyway, um... Hope everybody's having a, a good day. I'm just sitting here at my desk and... I've been working on some, you know, work. I can't really tell you what kind of work it is, because that would give away, like, my station in life, um, which is, like, you know, whether I'm a college student or a, a seminary student or a, not a student at all or whether I'm running a business or what. I don't want to give things away about myself because I'm supposed to be anonymous. And, uh, anyway, uh, a while back, it's been a little while, I, I told a story about a boy named Jack, and I, I also mentioned that he had a sister, Ruby, uh, but Ruby didn't really show up in the story too much, and she probably felt a little left out, but there's other good stories about Ruby, so I want to tell you a story about Ruby, and, and this story is is one that for Ruby was a little bit scary. Uh, it was pretty scary. It was it was really scary actually, but uh, but it it turns out okay. I'll let you know that. So one day Ruby, who had a brother named Jack, I mentioned that already. Jack was like well, at this point he was about 2 years older than her. I guess he was always 2 years older than her. At this point he was maybe 10. And now he was maybe nine, and Ruby was about seven. She was very little. Anyway, Jack and Ruby lived on the edge of town, and there was a little a little patch of woods behind their house, and they called it the Great Forest. That was how Ruby talked. She was missing a couple teeth. Forest. So she sounded a little bit different than normal, even. And she called it the Great Forest, even though it wasn't that big. And Jack always called it the Great Forest as well, even though he knew there were bigger forests around. But they would pretend that it was a great big forest. Ruby, do you want to go out to the Great Forest and hunt for some dragons? Yes, let's go out to the Great Forest and hunt for some dragons. So they grabbed some swords... Um, which were a stick and a, a spoon. And they ran out into the back forest, searching for dragons. And they did find some dragons, too. First off, they found a cave. Look, there's a cave over there. It was really just a, a little tiny hole in the ground. It was a, probably a gopher hole. But they imagined that it was a cave. And they looked inside. There's a dragon. What kind of dragon is it? I don't see it. 
It's right there. See the gray one. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's called a. That's called a. A potato dragon. Kill the potato dragon. Why is it called a potato dragon? Because it uh, it eats potatoes, and we live on potatoes. And if it tears up all our potato fields, we'll die. Oh, kill the potato dragon! So they killed the potato dragon, which was just a potato bug. And then they went searching for other dragons. And they found some centipede dragons and some millipede dragons. Then they found some butterfly dragons, and there was an argument over that one, because... Jack wanted to kill them, and Ruby wouldn't let him. Don't kill butterflies. That's just my opinion. You probably shouldn't kill butterflies. Butterflies aren't real dragons. Well, none of these things were real dragons. That's the point. They were having, you know, an imaginative adventure. Well, then Jack went over to the big maple tree in the middle of the great forest, and he said, Ruby, the greatest and biggest dragon of all is at the top of this maple tree and if you wait here long enough he'll come down and you can catch him i can catch him i thought i wanted to kill him no this dragon is great and big but he's actually very afraid if he ever comes down to the ground so if he comes down to the ground You'll be able to catch him. And this dragon really breathes real fire. Wait, like really he does? That's right. Oh man, I'm going to stay here and wait for him. Okay, you do that. I'm going to go back to the house and have some cookies. Oh, can you bring me some? Uh, sure. So Jack ran away to the house. And he got some cookies. And he got some milk. His mom let him have them, and he ate them, and then he went into his room and played with his toys, and he actually forgot all about Ruby. And there was Ruby in the middle of the great forest. It's getting kind of cold. I should climb up the tree and chase the dragon out. That's probably the only way, because otherwise it'll never come down. But if there's a real fire-breathing dragon up there, I've got to catch it. So Ruby climbed up the tree. For a seven-year-old, she was surprisingly able and adept at climbing trees. This tree had a lot of good branches to climb up, too. This tree has a lot of good climbing branches. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, okay. She managed to get all the way to the top. And she looked all around. I don't see any dragons up here. Not even little ones. There's not even any ant dragons. Oh, man. Uh, I'm kind of scared. Ruby was kind of scared because suddenly the wind started blowing. And the branches of the tree started to shake back and forth. And the leaves of the tree started to quiver. 
And then it was that maple tree, right? And the helicopters started to be blown off and to fall, twirling all the way down to the ground. And she looked down to where the helicopters were falling, all the way down to the floor of the great forest. And it looked like it was a long way down. Oh, I'm so afraid. I don't want to play anymore. Jack! 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 She started to call at the top of her lungs. Jack! Jack! But the wind took her words and carried them far away. Jack couldn't have heard them even if he'd been outside. But he wasn't outside. He was up in his room playing with his toy soldiers. Attack! Attack! The enemy is fleeing. They are around the other side of the hill. We can catch them before they make it back to their regiment. Attack! Charge! He was having so much fun that he totally had forgotten about his poor little sister. And out in the cold night, well, it wasn't quite night, but it was getting darker. The sun sunk below the far trees, and the twilight started to spread all over the sky. And as Ruby looked up, she saw some stars come out, and it started to get colder and colder. And away out somewhere, Ruby heard a noise. It's not a wolf. Oh, it's so scary up here. I don't like it at all. And then she heard another noise. I don't like that noise. It sounds really scary. It probably belongs to a dragon or at least a baby dragon. I'm so scared I wish I could get home, but I can't. It's too dark now, and I'm too scared to climb down. Turns out it's a lot easier to climb up a tree sometimes than it is to climb down. Well, meantime, in the house, Ruby's mom called... for Ruby and Jack to come down for supper. Jack, Ruby, come on down. It's time to eat. Attack! Wait, time to eat? Surrender! We surrender! Oh, I'm so hungry. What's for dinner? Go wash your hands. Where's Ruby? Uh, Ruby? Yes, your sister. Remember her? Oh, of course I remember her. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready for dinner. What's for dinner? Um, where's your sister? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, weren't you playing together earlier? Isn't she upstairs? No, she's not upstairs. I'll go check. Ruby! Ruby's mom went upstairs. She looked all around. No Ruby. She came downstairs where Jack's dad had just come inside. Hello, dear. Honey, what happened to Ruby? Do you know where she is? Uh, no. Uh, isn't she upstairs? No, she's not. Jack, where did you last see her? Uh, well, must have been outside when we were killing dragons. Oh, out in the great forest, huh? Yeah, well, let's go look for her. So out they trudged. And as Ruby, up in the tree, would have seen, if she'd looked toward the house, three flashlights 
came peering through the darkness. But she didn't look toward the house. She just hung on and hung on to the branches that she was in and her legs had started to ache and her fingers had gotten all numb and cold and her poor joints and her knuckles were all white and, and, and she was quaking all over and she was starting to cry and the tears were running down her cold cheek and making her even colder and she, she finally started to pray. Dear God, please help me get down from here. I, I'll i never climb another tree and chase another wagon as long as I live. Well, maybe I will. It's still fun. But, dear God, please get me down from here. Please, please. Oh, that Jack, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. He totally forgot about me. Just then, Ruby heard another sound. Mom, Dad, I'm up here in the tree. I'm up here in the tree. But they couldn't hear her. She was so high up. And they were calling so loudly that they couldn't hear anything she said. But then finally, Ruby's dad pointed his flashlight up in the tree. And he saw something. He saw an owl. And as the owl got caught in the flashlight, it flew away. And as it flew away, it flew right over top of Ruby, and she let out a scream like nobody's business. I won't reduplicate it here because it would sound kind of scary, but you know, it was sort of like, ah, except ten times louder. And then Jack and Jack's mom and Jack's dad all heard it, and Jack's dad scurried up the tree, and he found his little daughter screaming and crying. And he grabbed her, and he crawled back down the tree, and they ran inside, and he put her in front of the fire where she got warm. <sighs> Mom and Dad, Jack, Jack left me outside. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ruby. I'm really sorry. I'll be more careful next time. Well, that's okay. I forgive you. I'm just so grateful to be back together with my family. Well, we're grateful to have you, dear, and grateful you didn't fall out of that tree. You probably shouldn't be climbing trees that big at your age. Yeah, I don't think I will anymore. I think I'll just stay to, you know, stick with the the, the potato dragons and, and the centipede dragons and the millipede dragons. They're all on the ground. That's probably a good idea, dear. And Jack? Yes, sir. You be more careful. Try and remember where your little sister is, all right? Okay, sir. And they all ate dinner and ended up having a, a pretty good evening together. But they all... Uh, were a little more careful next time they went out to hunt after dragons. Well, that's uh, that's the end of the story. And if there's a, a lesson in there, well, then maybe you can think of it. Maybe you can uh, tell your parents what the lesson is, if you can think of what it is. All right, uh, this is nobody signing out. I better go do some more work. What a fellowship. What a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. I think that I sing this song all of the time, leaning on the everlasting arms.